0: Welcome to Come
1: Together San Diego, a new live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it, be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor.
2: Well, hey there, and welcome to Come Together San Diego. We have a great show for you today. In fact, our first hour guest—actually, she's not even a guest; she's a, a co-host—is going to be one of America's great Christian sages. And I've just come briefly to know her, but you got to love her the moment you hear from her. Her name is Judy Secor, and she calls herself the Spirit Sage. And she's on the air on KPRZ and elsewhere, it's speaking and teaching and doing her wonderful things. How are you doing? Judy Secor.
3: I'm happy to be here. Thank you for in, uh, <laughs> uh, inviting me.
2: Exactly. We're going to have a lot of time for this in whole whole hour, and Judy has some secret guests that she's going to be bringing on in the uh, uh, last two segments of this hour as well. But before we do, Judy, as I mentioned to you before, we take care of a little business up at the top of the show, mm-hmm. and uh, we want to introduce somebody who is uh, the our Come Together San Diego um correspondent in Washington, D.C. So I, I want you to, in, if you're, feel free, Judy Secor, to ask questions as well as we do this. Uh, our our, our uh, correspondent from Washington, D.C., her name is Summer Ingram, and she is also tied to the Congressional Prayer Caucus Foundation in Washington, D.C. And Summer Ingram, how are you doing?
4: Hi, Kev. Great to be with you. Hi, Judy.
2: <laughs> Hi. So, you know, we've been, I've been excited to hear what's going on here ever since there was a prayer gathering in advance of the uh, North Korean summit, and you have some insights on that and may- maybe some other things, because you have your finger on the pulse in Washington, D.C. and beyond. So, uh, Summer Ingram, have your way.
5: Well, I just want to say, first of all, how incredible it is that we have a vice president that calls for prayer for Amen. our president, specifically for this summit. Um, he sent out... He, he and Tony Perkins actually met earlier in the day and determined that it would, you know, they needed to call for prayer. So an email went out probably about three thirty p.m., and by eight o'clock p.m., the, net, the literally the call was overwhelmed from people trying to call in.
2: And this and was in advance of the North Korean. This was in advance of the North Korean summit in anticipation That's for exactly who knows what. Right. And uh, uh, exactly Vice right. President Pence was calling for us, all, all the prayer warriors across the nation. To uh, be prepared and how did it go
5: it was incredible like I said the minds were overwhelmed so there was some technical challenges but the good news is the word went out far and wide and the intercessors answered the call but the call itself was fantastic um, Tony Perkins and Mario Bramnick were a couple that were the hosts there um, of course Paula White was on Dutch Sheets um, Cindy Jacobs and several others John Hamill um, that prayed into the through the hour but it really was just an incredible time to come together again and stand in the gap for our president, for our nation, for North Korea as well at such a critical time.
2: Yes, and uh, high, high regards and good report as a result of of that meeting. Let's see where the Holy Spirit and God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit take this because the door is open for peace talks and who knows what. But I, one of the things that really thrilled my heart, Summer, and you could speak to this a little bit, and any, any insights you want to talk about, Judy Secor as well, But uh, it thrills my heart to know, even though you look at the news and you get anxiety about what's going on, there are people in positions of of prayer warriors and people in authority that uh, can rise to the occasion. Any thoughts about that, Summer?
5: I'll say, uh, from my perspective, I know we're all literally right in the midst of what God is doing to the prayer movement, but we're all having a chance to see the collaboration amongst prayer networks, amongst intercessors, Really, it is unprecedented. Everybody at the drop of a hat will get on a call. You know, whoever and whenever, whatever's needed, people will do what they can to stand in the gap, especially uh, in these times. So it's really been a beautiful thing to see the body of Christ come together. I will say, of course, we did have a positive outcome from this summit. Um, We know that North Korea has been giving back some of the remains of our soldiers, which is incredible from the from the war. Um, but on Friday, President Trump wrote a letter to Congress, still saying that North Korea is an extraordinary threat. So there you go. Just to, well, just
3: make sure your prayer warriors keep at it.
5: Yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. You know, we're, I think we all go into this with our eyes wide open. We are, we're filled with hope and expectation, but also realize we have to stay, stay the course, stay faithful in the call to prayer, and continue to cover our nation and the nations uh, at this time.
2: Just Summer, Summer Ingram, uh, the uh, uh, Come Together San Diego, Washington, D.C. correspondent. Please keep your ear to the ground, and anytime there's stuff that needs uh, our attention here in San Diego County and beyond, you know, that's what you do, that you're our uh, correspondent there, so we invite you and r- request, please, to let us know. We, we love having you on the show. Summer Ingram.
5: Of course, of course. Well, I love to love to join my friends in San Diego.
2: <laughs> and you have so many of them. <laughs> Summer Ingram, thank you for joining us.
5: Thank you. It's
2: a pleasure. There you go, Judy. What we try to do is keep abreast of things that are going on in our nation. Mm-hmm. We also have a correspondent in uh, Israel mm-hmm. and a correspondent in Ho- Hollywood.
3: So. Now, I'm hoping that um, all of these different prayer groups, which I saw about nine of them pop up in one year, several years back. Yes. It was wonderful that they would continue to coordinate and um have like a hotline yes. that is open all the time like a yes. red telephone that, yes so that um like ingram is watching yes and then she could send the word and they could all mm-hmm. pray not just now but for yes. every in the middle of the night you yes. know whenever exactly exactly
2: yeah. this kind of thing is going on all, yeah, all over yeah. the place I so let's it. get let's talk about you yeah. a little bit here you uh, have a radio show and it's called listening mm-hmm. well and uh how well can you hear, I guess, is part of the, the subtext on that. Mm-hmm. Tell, tell, we've got about four minutes left in this segment. Tell a little bit about that. And then we can not only plying you with questions as the co-host, but you and I have some people to ply with questions as well in the latter part of your hour.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, so the, the thing about learning to listen well is that uh, we have an entire generation that is more video-oriented. Yes. And we have lost some of both the art and the science of listening well, not just hearing, because you need to listen with your heart and with all your five senses. And you need to, in particular, listen to their heart and not just to what they're saying and not just to their body language. Mm -hmm. But to know a person deeply, that gives them a gift that nobody else can give. And Mm -hmm. when you really listen well, I remember the first time somebody really listened well to me, I broke down in tears Yes. because I didn't even know myself as well as a stranger mm-hmm. nailed me <laughs> on who I was and what my need was, and I was pushing it down, yes. and, it, and it needed to be addressed. I needed comfort and love, and I was trying not to, you know, and this person brought it out and yes. said, you need you need to get some love here. You know, you need to have someone affirm you, and um, but I had been widowed, and I had four little kids.
2: Yes. So, you yeah. know, one of the things that, you know, you go into a social environment and you visit with somebody, yeah. one of the things I notice instantly because I'm a communicator is few people really care beyond just the cursory mm-hmm. hello and right. and they may ask you a question, but they really don't care too much for the answer. And one of the things that can separate god kids is that they may ask a question and they're really engaged in the answer Mm -hmm. what it says is i really care about you and that's so very rare want to speak to that a little bit
3: well yeah and i actually um teach on this it's called active listening skills you learn that as a pastor in your pastoral counseling classes and it's a skill you can learn online but unfortunately you can't learn it that well because you have to be in the process with a small group where they one person is listening one person is is talking the other person is taking notes, mm-hmm. and then you change uh, mm-hmm. uh, around. And then you think that uh, that I heard them correctly, and you, you pair it back to them in your own language, what you thought you heard, and they say, no, you missed it completely. Wow,
2: and that yeah. happens a and, and, good and and of the Most time. of the
3: people think they nailed it, and they just completely missed it. And so it's, <laughs> yeah, the only way you learn this is practice, and you have to get, so I have interactive sessions like this, and that's where you actually learn it.
2: And we're going to talk more about this in the next yeah. segment as well, but one of the things, my yeah. listening friend, you need to be aware of is that... Uh, God wants you to reach out to other people. And it's not just a cursory, hello, how are you? And then pass them, yeah. you know, in the grocery line or wherever it is. Yeah. But engage in who they are. Yeah. And when you, let Holy Spirit, connect your spirit with theirs, uh, not only great communication happens, but salvation can happen as well. Exactly. We're going to talk more about this with the wonderful Judy Secor, the <laughs> Spirit Sage. We're just opening the tap of uh, Judy Secor and let her pour out in the next segment. So stay with us because we're going to have a, a blast as though we didn't have a blast already. Are you kidding? We'll be right back.
1: <laughs> this is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego. It's
0: just moments away.
1: Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor.
2: And we're back with Judy Secor, also known as the Spirit Sage. <laughs> I love it. I love that title as well. You've got other titles as well, Spirit Sage. And let me just read just a few of these that you'll be interested in. This is a lady who uh, has, has a lot of uh, of the alphabet behind her name when you <laughs> see her in print. <laughs> she's an author, but she's also a, a, has an... She's been an RN, have you not? Yes. And...
3: Critical care nurse.
2: Critical care nurse. Mm-hmm. And that uh, plays over very nicely into the spiritual critical care, doesn't it?
3: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> life and death.
2: Exactly. And a BS degree also in MDiv um, M-M or a Ministry of... Di-
3: uh, Divinity. Divinity. Yeah, Master of Divinity. Master of Divinity. Right. The, the uh, BS is in healthcare admin, so that's like for hospital administrator. Um, so, but the... Master Divinity. Before I even graduated, we were, I was already ordained as a Reverend. Because yes. we had planted two churches, one was for the homeless and one was for my rich neighbors. Yes, yes, yes. So, so where do you want to where
2: where do you want to go here, Spirit Sage? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, we I've been all over the world as an Army brat, and yeah. so I've learned a lot. And I've been all over the world ministering with uh, the uh, the Vineyard and uh, Foursquare, and mm-hmm. I've been on a few little mission trips with them. But uh, I went all uh, all over the world with the vineyard ministering, and we were in stadiums, and underneath the stadiums, yes. and we filled the stadiums. And it was so much fun, and to see God moving in major uh, revivals was just outstanding. It didn't yes. matter who you were or what you prayed, everybody got healed. It yes. was wonderful, and I've seen major miracles. So, I mean, if you want to hear some really fun Holy Ghost stories, you've got to check out... Uh, <laughs> a party with me because it's a lot of fun. (laughs) And
2: there's a website that people can go to and find out more Well, you know,
3: my website right now is being uh, comported into an all WordPress website, and so it's down for the moment. So normally you could get tip sheets from me and all kinds of resources from my website, and it is spiritsage.net, not .com, but not net.
2: Spiritsage.net, okay. Yeah,
3: so it's spiritsage.net, but it's down, but hang on to that because you can get it later. But in the interim, if you want to get some stuff from me, you'll just have to email me, and that's uh, judy at judysecor.com dot com and uh, or it's spiritsage seventy three at gmail dot com.
2: Very good. <laughs> and so we, I, I'm teasing you around by the title of Spirit Sage, but one of the things when you talk about you, you uh, ministered in large auditoriums and and those kind of venues, and the, you know one of the challenges is knowing when to discern that you you know the Judy C. Cork pulls back and Holy Spirit kicks in. And so I want to talk a little bit about that because our listening friends are are always having that. Many of those these people have the similar kind of challenges as well. What have you learned about that that you can give us, Spirit Sage?
3: Well, we usually would work in a a group of three. And one would be leading the prayer with a person and asking, interviewing the person with a five-step model that would get us started so we wouldn't be so afraid. And we would start asking, you know, how are you doing and so forth. And that was always, you can look that up, John Wimber's five-step model. It's real easy. And then, so that person would interview him. And then the other person would be interceding under their breath, praying um, either in tongues or just praying however they pray to the Holy Spirit, asking for uh, inspiration. And then the other person is taking notes because we're going to meet them again and we're going to continue on until we get to goal, Mm -hmm. until they get either their healing or whatever they're Mm -hmm. needing. And so... While the one is in, is ministering, the other two basically are hearing from the Holy Spirit. That's right, and they're praying and you are and and all praying with your eyes open so that <laughs> you can see, and you can actually. We're taught and trained how to see where the Holy Spirit is is moving and ministering among us. This is something you can learn. It's an art and a skill, and we yes. can teach that. So yeah, yes. check with me because I'll be doing online trainings, and 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 I like interactive group trainings. So, yes. Yeah. So
2: so as a person who's been around and has has is familiar with hearing Holy Spirit and how he speaks Mm -hmm. to you, go this way, go that. Mm -hmm. Uh, What words of wisdom do you have for people that uh, are having a a burgeoning relationship with the Lord? And they're just starting to comprehend that it's not just pray, you know, here's my three minute prayer in the morning and I'm about my stuff, but it's listen, pray without ceasing. So what words of wisdom do you have for people to actually be able to begin getting into the, not only praying uh, uh, up to him, but also entrusting him to speak back to you.
3: Yeah, the way they let him speak back to you is to read your Bible. <laughs> I'm sorry, but there's no way around it. You've got to do your homework. and So read your Bible, and don't read it like a textbook. You read it like a love letter. And what you do is you listen to his heart. What is he trying to get across to you? What does God care about? Like 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 you were pursuing a lover. Yes. You wanted to get to know him personally. Once you get to know him, the real deal, then you'll recognize his voice, yes. and you will not. Like the little sheep, they don't follow a voice that's not familiar. You'll get to know his voice, and when you do, you can't miss. Mm-hmm. You can't miss. You'll know, just like a banker can tell instantly a fake uh, bill because they're handling so many original bills. Yes. Yeah.
2: So one of the things that that is important I think is understand the languages of God and you talk about scripture mm-hmm, of course mm-hmm. you know the more we can be embedded that's his word so mm-hmm. he'll use that but sometimes I've found that he uses Unusual things out of the blue as well. You know, He'll may, yeah. maybe a license plate flies by, or yeah, yeah. or a, or a bumper sticker, or you know, a time. thought, or so, somebody says something, or yeah. and God, this is God communicating with us. I mean, it's uh, amazing. You you, you want to uh, broaden a person's uh, uh, perspective on how God may talk to them as He perhaps has talked or talks with you,
3: right? If there's anything, if there's any chance that you might hurt somebody or that you might uh, uh, be really uh, not sure that what you're hearing is from God, there's ways to test that. And the ways you test that is first run it by uh, scripture. And what you nowadays, we have Bible search engines. And yes. so like, for instance, if it's a question about finances, should I, should I sell my house? Um, should I leave my job and go on on my own? You know, well, that's risky, especially if you've got a family to feed. So, uh, you know, people think you're going crazy. Well, you can go to the Bible and say, Lord, I'm going to put in words to, about that in the Bible search engines. You can go on o- online Bible search engines and see if uh, if they're, what God says about that particular topic. And if you get enough of those scriptures and you line them together, you see what the Bible is saying about that topic, and then you'll see if you're off base or on base.
2: That's good. You know, there's scriptures that I appreciate. It talks about... Uh, hearing the Holy Spirit and, and encouraging other people, mm-hmm. it's the, the phrase is unto edification. Yeah. So if, if a person, if you start getting into, yeah, but I need to tell you this and this and this about you, if it's going away from edification or lifting a person up, then you probably want to steer clear of it because <laughs> right, uh, right, right. Holy Spirit is rather having you lift these people up.
3: Right. Edification means to lift up and build yes. up an edifice. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So uh, what other words of nuggets do you have for us? If I'm Let's say I'm listening to this radio show right now, and I'm just not sure about what my next plans are to be, and I ask the Lord uh, to give me some revelation. How might I be looking for answers?
3: Well, you, you know, um, he will give them to you if, uh, if, as you develop your uh, observatory skills. But the thing that you need to be sure of is this. When the, the all-time best guideline is what Jesus said, by their fruits you shall know them. That mm-hmm. means you look for what result would this bring if I did this? Oh, that's so good, Judy. What result uh, will this bring? Peace, or will be, this bring uh, discord? Will will this bring resolution, or will this what you know? So right there, you and then I, there's always the question: What would Jesus
2: do? Oh, that's so good. Yeah. And one of the things I see sometimes we think, as we're Christians, we can give somebody a barb and just mm-hmm. say, say we can. We can change their will by going, but you never do that, do you? I mean, that, Jesus wouldn't do that. No. So, so, so it has yeah. to be uplifting. And we think that we have mm-hmm. a carte blanche, as they say, to be able to say these things. You know, you're speaking as a representative of God. Uh, of God. Yeah. Take that seriously. Mis- <laughs>
3: better not misrepresent him.
2: <laughs> in the couple of minutes we have left in this segment, is there anything else you want to talk about? We do have some guests uh, calling in uh, in the next I certainly would.
3: I've got a friend uh, uh, that I dearly love, um, and I just really am thrilled, Poi and Lolita Smith. Uh-huh. And Poi is, uh, is a Polynesian. Um, well, actually, he's an American, but he was, he was raised over in Tahiti and Hawaii and those places. Yes. And he, mm-hmm. the, he, he and his wife planted a church in Tahiti, mm-hmm. and he's a spirit-filled guy, and he's totally 100% devoted to the Lord, and his whole family, his kids are just, Solid Christians, are wonderful family. Yes. Well, you know, out there surfing, he got a melanoma and another melanoma, and they said, oh, well, it's not uh, malignant. I've never heard of a melanoma that's not malignant. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, being yes. a nurse. <laughs> yes. But, you know, he, they, they said that, and so he left it alone. Yes. And then later, his leg went numb years later, years later, and he found out, oh, my gosh, I need something's wrong. Well, stage four cancer almost My throughout mind. his body. My mind, death sentence, and the man years later is still alive. And he, I'm not going to, I'm not going to spoil it.
2: No, because wait we're gonna till bring it's going to
3: be awfully good. In the next, you've got to hear seconds. this story because how the, he fought for his life. His friends fought for the whole church gathered around. I mean church on that side of the pond, church on this yes. side of the pond, you know, just all of us together. Yes. You know, yeah. the
2: scripture says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves. Right. together. One oh, of the values yeah, so of coming together with other people is you have a support system.
3: And, and he needed that. And course. a
2: lot of people feel that I, it's me and Jesus. That's it. Yeah, but yeah, Jesus yeah. says, no, he sets us solitary into families and what we need to do, my listening friend, is surround yourself with other people that can be uplifting mm-hmm. to you and not downers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Judy is one of those people, you know, uh, you listen to her on the radio or read uh, any of her writings and things like that. Her her heart cry is to elevate up. Yes. And when you, when you give a person a, a hopeful heart, then no telling what God can do. Amen to that, brother. So, <laughs> you know, well, we're going to be coming back in the next couple of segments, and we're going to—it's going to be the the illustration of how God intervenes in challenging times, right? Mm-hmm. And what He does to uh, make a person realize their calling might be right in the thick of something that they thought was negative. God may be using that as a springboard. Is that right?
3: That's right. He's certainly done that with me many
2: times. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're going to talk more about that because you may be going through some troubling times, my friend, as well. And we hope these uh, next few segments are going to be inspirations to you because God's not finished with you yet. In fact, right in the midst of something that may have been a big challenge, you think. Right, Judy? Right. God goes, this is is how I'm going to use you.
3: Yeah, yeah, and he did that with me. In fact, I used to quote, God's not finished with me yet, and I meant it to me. He's got the screws to me, and it's really hurting, you know. (laughs) But it was exactly what I needed, and it was the key to my healing. Exactly,
2: and it could be the key to somebody else's healing as well. We're going to talk more about that, so do not go away. We'll be right back.
1: You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor on AM 1210 K-Praise.
2: Well, you know, my friends, some people uh, have the ability to not only give you a passing thought, but something that you linger on uh, from from that time and into the future. And uh, Judy Secor, my co-host for this hour, not only has that capability of herself, not only giving a word in due season, but something that you can carry with you. But she has met a lot of people that uh, have that depth as well. And this next uh, guest that we're going to have on the phone is one of these People And you're going to be, really appreciate the vision for this individual. Uh, Judy Secor, why don't you do the honors?
3: Yes, his name is Poi, P-O-I, Smith. And he's an American who was uh, grew up in um, Polynesia. And yes. um, he's a full-on, spirit-filled Christian who just loves the Lord with everything he's got. He has a lovely wife and children, and they all are the same as he, just completely, uh, 100% sold out for the Lord. And uh, he uh, had everything going for him. How would you like to have a church in Tahiti? Well, he did. (laughs) And it was, you know, surfing was a blast. And he had a wonderful life. However, uh, there came the day when he got a very bad uh, medical uh, diagnosis. Diagnosis. Yeah. And uh, this is something that can really stretch your faith in every direction. And I want you to hear Poi's Poi's story because it is us.
2: yeah, because some, some part of the story, I'm sure, is filled with when you think uh, you've been dealt a bad hand, God is using that as a springboard for you to minister to other people. Right, so, right. P- Poy, are you there on the line with us? Judy Secor has been Yes,
7: I am here. Hi, Kaz. Hi. Hi Judy. How Hi, Boy.
2: Judy's been thrilled Hi. about the interviewing you, so I'm going to let her take the lead on this, and I'll intercede okay. where necessary. But c- certainly a thrill, Poi, to have you on the line with us on Come Together San Diego.
7: Thank you. It's a pleasure.
3: Well, boy, tell us everything you can in 11 minutes
7: <laughs> <laughs>
3: about what happened to you and and what really? was the Lord doing in your life and in the lives of those lives that you touched.
7: You know, um, I think really what the Lord is doing is um, taking us to a deeper place in a relationship with Him. Uh, I have surrendered my life to Christ uh, 20 years ago after I completely ruined it, and I became you yeah, know, he, he revealed himself to me personally and he told me that, you yeah, know, I only had a, um, came to a place where I was asked God, hey, if you love me when nobody else loves me, then I will follow you for the rest of my life. I will do what you say and I will do what you tell me. I will speak what you give me yeah, for all the days, uh, for the rest of my time on this earth. And so... That's how it came started, and uh, so as I became uh, so tired of the world, we became a God chaser, and I had just gotten married to my wife Vita. and we immediately God began to speak to us about becoming missionaries in the South Pacific. So we moved to Ho- we were sent to Hawaii. Uh, we were, I was I met her in California. We were sent back to Hawaii, and then from Hawaii. We were uh, sent from a church in Hawaii, North Shore Christian Fellowship, to Tahiti, and we were in Tahiti. We served uh, on the mission field for eight years. Uh, I became also director of uh, Christian Surfers Tahiti, and uh, we were starting something we were calling the Surf Church, and it was uh, to reach out to surfers. Um, yeah, I really saw that they had no place to go, and uh, they were almost kind of deemed unacceptable in the religious sector of the church in Tahiti, because it was really more of a—there was so much religion going on instead of a relationship. And so we really were looking for a place that we could draw them in, and they could really find the love of a Savior and the love of their Heavenly Father and be restored and become new creations. And so right in the, it seemed to be the peak of our uh, ministry, we thought that, wow, this is great. We're, we're finally coming to a place where everything is coming together. And then all of a sudden, God spoke to us and he said, I want you to come off the mission field. And I said, and I say, what Lord, how does this work out? I said, look what's happening. You've blessed us. We're moving forward. You know, people are coming. And he said, you need but you can't force, I had two older children living in the house. And he said, you need to take them off the mission field. And he said, they need to find a place where they can see a, their own careers. And so, okay, we talked with the family and um, everybody agreed that this is from God and that we should take the sabbatical and uh, returned to the states so I asked everybody if we wanted to go back to hawaii and they said no we wanted to go to california so we uh contacted the church there they brought us back and we were here in california for maybe one month and i was sitting at my desk and i kicked the side of the desk i was just doing some computer work, finishing up for the evening and I couldn't have no feeling in my left foot. And uh, so I shared that with my wife and my pastor. And they said, hey, we need to get you checked out. Something's definitely wrong. And we went to the emergency room. And we said, okay, well, you know, we really don't want you to get an MRI or to get, um, you know, any blood work. We think it's just your perineal nerve. And we're just going to give you some steroids. And you are going to go. It's only numb on the outside. And I said, No, it's my whole leg's numb. Wow. And they said, uh oh that's a red flag. So they ran the MRI and did all the blood tests and then you know, the results came back, everything went crazy. They admitted me to the hospital, they ran more tests, and they uh, you know came in the next day and uh, they shared the diagnosis with us. And the diagnosis was a uh, very advanced stage four melanoma of the brains, uh, lungs, intestines, and stomach. Wow. And Boy. yeah, it was crazy. You know, we were, we were a little shocked at that point. You know, I mean, if there was something wrong, I didn't think that it was that, that, you know, far gone. And, uh, but we still had a piece because We've been, you know, God has, has sustained us, you know, for the, for 20 years, God has kept us, and He has led us, and He's been faithful. So, you know, we just continued to listen, and uh, we were, one of the administrators came in, and uh, it was a lady, and she said that it's really actually virtually impossible for you to be standing in front of us alive mm-hmm. with how much cancer is in your body. My, my. And so I said, hey, well... If you think that I'm a walking dead man, I think I'm a walking miracle. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, there's a few other things that she does, and then she left, and my uh, oncologist, uh, new to me, uh, comes in, and uh, he said, uh, well, I'm just going to be frank with you. He said, because we don't have time. He said, we don't have time to mess around. He said, I'll give you one to 30 days. And he goes, that's about it. And uh, he goes, you're And he goes, if you want to uh, survive, he said, I'll fight for you, but um, you're going to have to get on the program, you know, right now. I need the answer from you.
2: Poi, Poi, what I want to be able to do, because we have fleeting time, I want to be able to cut to the point where there are a lot of people that are listening, Poi, that have had challenges. Maybe they've been faced by a diagnosis or something like that. And sometimes, you know, there's no question about God can heal us instantly. But sometimes in the midst of this contrary time, He asks us to use this as a ministry tool to other people. So, uh, would we get, let's get, can we get to that point? Judy, you mind if we get to that point here? Not at all.
3: In fact, that's what Poi had said that the Lord told him that it was, uh, uh, he was going to be that. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh,
2: Poi, we have about one minute on this side of the commercial break. So, uh, condense it here and then we'll deal with it on the other side as well, Poi.
7: Okay, no problem. Okay, so this is how we got to the place where we we're at and what I was diagnosed with, and that was how much time I had to live, supposedly. So but the Lord said that, uh, when he immediately said, hey, boy, this is not about you.
6: This is not said, about This you.
7: is about others, and this is about those who are all around you. And so when we looked around, there were so many people hurting around us. Yes. And uh, so he said that, uh, don't focus on yourself. He said, focus on them. He said, I'm already healing you, yeah? But so, you know, these people don't have anybody, and they need somebody to come in their lives and speak in their lives and bring them hope. And so that's how it really started. Yes. And, uh, but, um, you know, we gave the rest to him, and then we took up the ministry. That we that became our ministry.
2: Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, still, can, can, get be ready to continue this story on the other side of the break. It because, gets better. Because I'm sure it gets better, Judy Secor. <laughs> but the other piece of the equation is is <laughs> when, when, when we're given over to God and Holy Spirit, God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we are His tools. And sometimes right. our maladies become the healing factor for other people. Yeah. We're going to be talking more about that, Judy Secor, Spirit Sage, and... Uh, Poi and uh, on the other side of the break and my listening friend, I hope this is becoming an encouragement to you, especially if you've uh, awakened and looked in the mirror going, Oh no, I've got a, a, a challenging problem in my life. It could be even life threatening. But you need to know that God has a plan. Even not only to heal, it could be to heal you completely, or it could be to use that to bring many, many, many other people into the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. And which
3: boy has done? Yes, yes,
2: yes. And we're going to talk more about this on the other side of this commercial break. And my listening friend, we'll be right back.
1: More come together, San Diego with Cas Taylor is next on AM twelve ten K Praise. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210
2: K-Frames
1: with Cass Taylor.
2: Cass uh, Taylor and Judy Secor hosting with me for this hour, and good to have you, Judy. It's, it's uh, you know, we've, we've uh, struck a chord here, haven't we? Yep. And we've got Poi uh, Smith yes. on the line yep. with us. Uh, he's a... Uh, I guess you would call him an evangelist.
3: Yes, he is. And,
2: yeah. and Poi is great. Thank you for starting the story on the other side of the commercials. And now it's time to uh, let uh, the spirit sage loose and ask you some more questions. Judy?
3: Yeah. Poi, go for it because I know you're, you've got a pastor's heart and you, you have been a pastor and had your own church. And uh, then the Lord got a hold of you uh, with a whole new ball game. So let us know what's going on now.
7: Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm. Yeah, I think that we're, but some of the audience, I think that we really want to speak to. I mean, we have. So, the realization is, I found out was is there's so many more people that um, are hurting and uh, are hopeless, have come to a place of hopelessness, um, whether it's um, it's cancer or uh, whether it's drug addiction, or whether it's alcohol. Um, there's so many areas of brokenness that we go through on the face of this planet. And, you know, God is uh, sometimes, he allows that to happen to us, that we will seek his face and we will reach out and cry out to him. And so I think that uh, really is how do we look at it and what do we, how do we fight? How do we come through this? How do we come through hopelessness and darkness? How do you, when everything's been stripped away, I found out my life disappeared in that diagnosis in one second my whole future was gone. and. Yeah, I was uh, subject to the same thing. Darkness wanted to come in, and uh, once you give up, it's very easy, especially when you're fighting a cancer that's it's uh, very, very aggressive, and uh, you don't have much. You don't have anything left, and then the enemy starts. You know, yep. he wants to tell you, "Oh, you're done. You know what? Um, God doesn't love you anymore. You know, why don't you just give up?" And um, and but how do we? The problem is, how do we come come through? And you know, I think one is a really strong relationship with God, or just seeking God. That's right. Hearing His voice, what is He saying to you? It's very important. And then knowing the Word, reading the Word, knowing the truth, because the enemy, whatever he speaks to you, is a lie. And he, I tell you, the when I got out of the hospital, the first night I got home. I was fine until the lights went off and the enemy attacks when you're tired or alone. Mm-hmm. And so I went to bed early. I was alone, turned the lights off and all of a sudden he started whispering to me and I was like, Oh man. And then, but I had to identify it. I identified it. You know what? What well, I'm hearing is a lie and that must come from the liar. Oh, so you're the liar who's speaking to me and I don't listen to the liar. We have to get out so I exercise the power of the spirit that God has given me the spirit is in me God's spirit is in me the Holy Spirit of God operates in me and so in that understanding and then you know God came in and gave me peace yes and I was able to sleep but it just didn't go away it's and I've been going through this for a year and the enemy he's a dirty rat
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like a fly that you have to keep beating and, and batting away, and finally he goes away. But, yeah, you yeah. have to learn the whole thing about being a warrior for your own, you know, uh, life with the Lord. Lord. Yes.
2: Right. Poi, what right. I'd like you to be able to do, if you would be so kind right now, and Judy Secor, yep. is let's expand this now. We've talked a little bit about personal experiences. Now, let's relate those to our listening friends who may have similar challenges and uh, use this as a springboard of encouragement to them, right. the two of you, mm-hmm. and uh, be the ministers whom God has called you to be, Judy. Right, and
3: right. what Poi had okay. just said was yes. that uh, he he had to begin fighting the the lies of the enemy, and so he was saying that the first thing you have to do is be really tight with God.
2: Yes, yes, yes. So yeah. Poi and, and Judy, why don't you uh, focus the, the target on people that are listening to this, that are having different challenges, but challenges nonetheless. And what you've learned and how, the, what you've learned can be a real inspiration to them, mm-hmm. Poi and, and, and Judy Seekar.
3: So Poi, what, what have you learned? Well, what I've learned is
7: that God's love is deeper than our circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we, we've gone through some very, very radical things and uh, he's never left us. And so I learned that you know, he's, he's shown me that no matter what we go through, his love, Never fails. He he'll never leave us, and um, his goal is uh, to grow us through this, and to make us stronger. and And actually, we would know him more. We would we would actually, in return, after we find out that his love is how much how much he loves us, is that we would then love him.
3: Yes. So yeah, it is I a growth it. in your love relationship with the Lord, and you'd have it oh. no other way than, than when the rubber meets the road. and right. Yeah, and your face is against the wall. So, yes, that's very important to spiritual growth. And it's true that uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, that's for sure. And I tell you, I, I know for a fact that you told me that you just got a clean bill of health from your doctors, and here you were supposed to have died. Yes. And see, so you uh, have fought the good fight, and the battle has been won because you, you will not believe the enemy, and you do believe the Lord, and you are thick with the Lord, and you are thin with the enemy, and he doesn't have a say in your life. And you're standing right. up for what God has given you, and you're taking back. Like Jesus said, I came to to destroy the works of the devil, and that you're going to destroy the works of the devil, and anything that you have dominion over, your life, your family, your testimony. Right?
7: Correct. Correct. Yep. Yes. And uh, so... I, what are we believing for? I think we need to understand that mm-hmm. is um, okay. do we believe who is God, and is He for me or against me? Amen. He's for me. So who can be against me? And in that process uh, of learning and becoming, growing stronger, and God remolding me, um, if 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 God has me in a certain circumstance, God didn't do this to me, but He allowed it to happen. Yep. And if He allowed this to happen, it's for His glory. And so me, I have to we understand this Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to fight it, but I'm going to seek his face and figure out how to. And so when they told me that you're done, yeah, God says, you only just, I've only just begun. Yes. And (laughs) so the battle actually, just mentally was was very hard, spiritually, very hard. And physically, because I I hadn't, you know, they had me down to less than 138 pounds and I was so weak. Um but he has something better for me. That's yes. what that is and yes. that's what I we have to believe for In you know your circumstances that he has something better for you, but it's that the battle hurts. the battle is is difficult. It's been the most uh, hurt, most difficult fight of my life, the biggest mountain that I'm climbing. but I'm not going to give up and I'm not going to roll over because I know yeah that, it, on the other side of that is something better. And I believe it's better. I want to be better than I was before.
3: Yes. Well, you are because yes. you have told me that the Lord told you that this was for you to uh, think of others and not yourself. And so you started ministering to others who were hurting yes. and crying out yes. in the hospital there. And you got them. We have less than a minute. Yes, so yes, I'm going to yes. let yeah. you wrap up.
2: Yeah, I'm going to let you wrap up. Before you do, I'm going to give a phone number for prayer requests. This is a good time, if my listening friend, if you've been stirred in your heart and you need somebody to pray with you, I'm going to give you a phone number, which is a dedicated per line. That phone number is 858-535-9090. Again, 858-535-9090. Call, and at the other end of the line is somebody who will pray with you and for you and inspire you to go on and do greater things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, Poi, uh, give us your summary statement here as we uh, close out in Judy Secor. Well,
7: what I believe is because I'm dealing with so many people who... Have, who are hopeless um, that um, <clears throat> if you have if you have breath in your lungs you need to fight mm. yeah never give up God did God is a warrior king yes and he created us to be his warriors so if you're if you're living and breathing right now there's hope yes God did not leave you hopelessness so fight Fight with everything you have for everything God has for you. Never give up. He will see you through. He, right? word, has spoke to me. I could do nothing. Read the scriptures. Find out what your promises are. Meditate on them. Speak them out. Practice who you are, who you will become in Christ. Yeah, every single day, relentlessly. And he will...
2: He will walk you through it. Wow. Boy, thank you very much. I mean, that is amazing. Judy Secor, thank you so much for joining me as uh, co-hosting with me on this hour. I think we touched the Spirit of God today, and I think that he uh, really ministered what he wanted to through Poy through your testimony, and Judy Secor, through your spiritual sage wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us as well. (laughs) You, You know, in the next segment, we've got music and some of the greatest musicians you You'll be amazed, and not only the, with the music, but also the insights that go along with the music. So we're going to be talking more about that in the next segment. My listening friend, thank you for joining us. Poi, thank you very much. And Spirit Sage, hey, yeah, bless you, Poi. Judy Secor, Judy Spirit Sage, thank you for joining us for this hour. It went fast, didn't it? It certainly did. <laughs> it was a wonderful Oh, my, my. Time. And we'll be right back with more stuff, including great music. This is Come
1: Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. God loves San Diego. This is AM 1210 K-Praise.
8: KPRZ San Marcos Poway.
1: A service of Salem Media Group. Now more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor.
2: Well, thank you very much. It's good to be back, and it's good to be worshiping the Lord with you, my listening friend. A, a good first hour, and now we're ready to launch into worship and praise with some of the greats, in my estim- my humble opinion. <laughs> um, Mary James has been a friend for quite a number of years, and she's actually, she, she carries, you she, she wouldn't know it just by talking with her, how because she's meek and humble and all that stuff. But uh, oh, she's, yeah. been <laughs> she's been identified as the Inspirational Country Music Female Vocalist of the Year for years in a row.
9: Well not four years in a row but four times. Okay well I'm sorry about that. But that's close enough. That's close enough. enough. What can you say? That's fine.
2: (laughs) And you're going to be with us for this entire hour. You're going to be sharing some of your music?
9: Yes unless you kick me out or something. (laughs) I'm here for the hour.
2: Uh, No we're not going to kick you out but one of the things I wanted to surprise (laughs) you a little bit with is uh, I I know you have some friends you have lots of friends in music around uh, San Diego and beyond. Yes. Yes. And here's one uh, that uh, somebody you might know. And then I have another guest that's going to just absolutely blow you away because you're a, you, you're a lover of music. You know the name Hannah Ford. Oh, of course. And she's ministering right now in, in the at the San Diego County Fair. The Gospel Day yes. is today. Yes. She just finished a set, and I had her call in. And then I have a, an amazing guest whom you're going to just, it's going to blow you away. And my listening friend is going to blow you away if you like music and you're familiar with great music coming to San Diego. That's who we're going to talk to as well. Right. But Hannah Ford, are you there? Hello? Hey, Hannah. How are you doing?
4: Hey, good. How are you?
2: Fine. Mary James hey. is here as well. Hi,
4: and... Hannah. Hi, Mary
9: James. Hi. <laughs> Hi. you. Uh, this is the closest we get to each other is through a radio program, huh? Exactly. Yeah. Um,
2: now, you just finished ministering, did you not, uh, Hannah Ford, in, in the San Diego County Fair?
4: Yes, and I'm still here and I, I walk through tons of traffic to take you to
2: where all the little sheep and goats are. Um, <laughs> I was hoping to get them to bath or so on, on Race. Well, we can but. do some sound effects and here. here as well. Here as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so briefly, how did it go? Because I'm going to bring somebody else on the line who's going to be spending some time at the San Diego County Fair next Friday. In fact, it's going to be a major draw to everybody else. I'll introduce that person in just a moment. But uh, how did the set go? Are there a lot of believers there? And were you able to minister, Hannah Ford?
4: Yeah, yeah, it went really well. Um, There were some people that I knew and other people that weren't, and I kind of, like, called out to the people watching. (laughs) I actually did minister, and um, the event coordinator afterwards told me that she loved it. She had tears in her eyes, but she said she's glad she didn't tell me that I wasn't allowed to do that. (laughs) (laughs) But she said, I can tell that your heart is to minister, so that was my biggest thing. I couldn't believe I went hoarse.
2: Oh, my. um, It's an appropriate place. You're with the horses and the goats and the the sheep. So going horse, I think, is spiritually appropriate. Hannah, I'm going to keep you on the line as well. I'm going to bring somebody else on whom many people in San Diego County have heard of or have heard his uh, heart cry in San Diego. This is uh, John Robertson. He's the founder of Spirit West Coast. And many of you who have been around San Diego know that he has brought Spirit West Coast Over long weekends in the past And on Friday He's going to bring Spirit West Coast uh, As part of the San Diego County Fair John Robertson It's good to hear from you my friend How are you?
10: I'm doing great. Can you hear me all right? Oh, we
2: can hear you just fine. You've got big plans I mean, I, with Spirit West Coast this year as well. I heard Mercy is going to be there and others. Give us a brief rundown, and I've got two other musicians in the studio who probably are not going to be able to contain themselves if not asking you a question or two. John Robertson, well, founder here. of Spirit West I'm Coast.
10: Out, I'm out here right now on site at a one-day festival in the Inland Empire mm. with Jeremy Camp and 10th Avenue North and some other people. We're having a great day out here, and we're kind of outdoors, and it's not probably nearly as cool as coastal San Diego. But it's true. We're, looking, it's we're, true. Looking, forward to, we're mm-hmm. looking forward to getting down there to uh, uh, Gilmar on Friday. Yep. This is our fourth year to do uh, Christian entertainment as part of the fair, and we've got, it's going to be great. We've got Mercy Me and Terry Jobe and Phil Wickham. We have two stages, and it's just a great time.
2: And this is June 29th. This coming Friday, you're going to be there. You know, KPRZ is going to be there. My 2 to 4 right. p.m. partner on KPRZ, Frank, uh, Frank Santag, is going to be there in a booth broadcasting live. So uh, we maybe maybe we'll get to hear yeah. from you there as well on Friday. So uh, wh- well, how are thi- what's Holy it Spirit?
10: Part, you know, the, the fair does talent every night. Yes. And for the last four years, we've been able to take over the talent with christian artists yes and uh that's that's an awesome thing so when people want if people want to come on friday the 29th they can actually buy a ticket at the gate and uh um um go to the fair too because the fair opens at 11 a.m we don't start our event until 4 p.m yes so they can go to the fair for a few hours and take in some fair then they can go to the grandstand and get ready to do some concerts and Mm. So it's kind of a neat, really good value, and it's a wonderful time. And we've got a great speaker, an evangelist named Nick Hall is going to be there. So not only are we having some great music, we're going to have some message that's going to really impact some people. So we're excited. Yes, yes,
2: yes. Mary James uh, is a a friend who's... She's heading out to, what What part of the United States are you heading out to? Well,
9: I'm heading to Georgia, <laughs> Well, where it will be significantly warmer and more humid. <laughs> so you'll be out here enjoying Spirit West Coast, and I'll be sweating in Georgia.
10: <laughs> Mary James? Well, there's nothing you can do about San Diego. It's just the, it's just the best place. You know?
9: it, it, it definitely is.
2: Any thoughts for John?
9: Uh, you know what, John, I have a question for you. Um, what is your favorite moment that you have had personally um, as you've been ministering there in the inland inland empire,
10: well, we've had we've had you know not only we've had these four years at the fair doing concerts um, single day, but for about eight years in a row we did the three day event uh, always over Memorial Day weekend, uh, starting in two thousand four, and uh, there were so many moments I really can't remember any particular but what i like what i like is when i see like chil- children engaged or mm-hmm. you know an eight-year-old girl just yeah watching someone perform because you know that performers having an impact on that little girl right. or a family having a good time together i really don't get i mean i've been doing this concert ministry for 40 years so i don't get too worked up worked up about concerts but i get really excited about uh, the people and what's happening with the people, particularly families and children? Yes. And uh, uh, so that's what impresses me. We I'm have sure you, you have a where
9: a book full of experiences. Yes, indeed. We John. Had one situation
10: that where where three generations of ladies accepted the Lord on the same night. Mm. Uh, Wow. Daughter, mother, granddaughter. I mean oh, grandmother.
9: That's, amazing. And, that's
10: amazing. And they didn't know it. And they didn't know oh. it until the end of the night. They didn't know that each one of them had made a decision oh. until the end of the night. So that's wow. pretty cool. Yes, that's it is. That's so
2: cool. John Robertson, I, you, you, did, I think you heard bleeding in the background. Uh, that, that, that bleeding is from Hannah Ford is over near the... Oh, uh, am I...
4: You're like a goat or
2: something. She's with the the sheep and the goats. I guess that's spiritual. So did you have any quick thoughts for John? I I know John Robertson needs to get back to Spirit West Coast things, but uh, any thoughts from you, Hannah? Because, by the way, John, Hannah's at the uh, San Diego County Fair right now. She just finished a set, so uh, a a longtime minister as well, a music minister. Any any thoughts there, Uh, Sheep Girl? (laughs) Do you hear them? Oh, yes, we do, and that's good.
4: Because, um, creation praises God. But uh, no, John, John, I just want to thank you for your service for all these years. I, I worked a lot at the West Coast growing up, and I think it's an important ministry, and um, I guess my question would be unrelated since I'm looking at little animals right now. Why did you just tell the terrible of some the when our people so
10: precious? Yeah. So, I actually didn't hear... Was there a question? Because it kind of broke up.
2: I, I, I think I think we're good with that. And, and Hannah, I'm going to let you go. And, th- and thank you very much for joining us. And John, I'm going to. But I need to brag on you just a moment before I let you go, John Robertson. One of the things that uh, we have discovered here in San Diego, when you come, you don't come with preconceived notions. You come with a heart. And I can just tell you from testimony of other pastors and friends that I have, you come to San Diego with a heart to reach out and help the San Diego community and the pastors and the, the, the people of San Diego without any preconceived notions yourself. You're a very, uh, you're a very good man. And so I want to tell you, thank you, John Robertson.
10: And I I appreciate that. And you know what? Uh, With Mercy Me's new popularity because of that movie that was such a hit, this would be a great event to invite a family member who is confused or struggling or friends who need to be encouraged or lifted up. This is the kind of event – you know, some people may not go to church or go to a uh, crusade, but they'll go to a concert at the fair. Yes. And this would be a great event to get someone out to, and they'll be spiritually challenged when they get there. So people should think about that and use the event for the purpose of changing some lives. So that's kind of what we're trying to do out there. We're yes. not just having a good time. There's nothing wrong with a good old time at the fair, but we're trying to go beyond that, too. So. Yes. Think about that. Thank you, John, and, uh, John Robertson. Our, our website is spiritwestcoast.org, spiritwestcoast.org.
2: Yes, yes. So thank you, John. We'll
10: see you you. Uh, we'll see you on Friday. Thanks, thank you, John John, John Robertson, founder right. of Spirit
2: West Coast. Bye. And uh, th- thank you. Uh, I don't think Hannah's still on the line, but Mary James, it's good to connect with these people. And we might even bring in a secret guest in the next few segments as well, we're running out of time in this segment. But there's some people I know you want to introduce as well, my listening friend. We've only just begun, and you know what? Our conversations with Hannah and uh, John Robertson took us to the to the break. So we'll have uh, music as well in the following segments. Okay. And don't go away. Mary James is continuing with me here on uh, Cape Praise twelve ten a.m. twelve ten. Uh, Come together, San Diego, and we will be right. Back.
1: <laughs> this is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM twelve ten K Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K Praise. Here's Cass Taylor.
2: Mary James. Yes.
9: So <laughs> thank you. great thank you to for, be here.
2: Yeah, thank you for co-hosting. I've been looking forward to this uh, hour. And oh, I'm, I'm thrilled that you could join us. And I know you're running around doing a bunch of other things. So... Uh Traveling you, a lot
9: these yeah, days. Having yeah. you here, yeah, it's a blessing. Thank yes, you. yes, yes. Thank
2: you very much. So, I mean, it's amazing to get the inspirational country music uh female vocalist of the year award, and, and but you're a humble. That lady. sounds really good. It sounds. It? it sounds really good. Yeah.
9: Well, I'm
2: <laughs> did you make up that award? I mean, no, no. It's just one of those. A, things Yeah, there's yeah. a very, yeah. very well. It's been really nice. Y- yes.
9: The thing about uh, winning awards, you know, um, actually one of the things you asked me is like, what has the stage taught you? And I'm like, well, one of the things God taught me early on is it's never about the awards. Yes. And if it you make the it about the awards or the stage becomes too much of an idol to you. Yes. Unto yourself. Yes. It's a very, very, very dangerous place. Whoa. So he God taught me early on to learn how to live without those things. And it's like he had to get me where I didn't want, I didn't need it or didn't crave it so much. Yes. And that's when he, he gave it to
2: me. Yeah, and, and the transparency and, be, and, and the humility has a great deal to do with God can trust you with this and then he can kind of open it up. And
9: he can always put me back on the bench again <laughs> if I lose sight, which he does.
2: He does. Well, there's a title of a song that we want to play right now, and then you can talk a little bit about yeah. that is uh, Heart on My Sleeve. Yeah. And maybe some of the lyrics in there can relate to what we're talking about.
9: You know, there's a um, there's a, a quote by Brennan Manning, and I know he's a little controversial for some people, but he, it says, can you accept the staggering truth that God loves you just as you are, not as you should be? <laughs> oh, my. Because no one is as they should be. And that quote is in this song. It's written by Michael Boggs out of Nashville. And it was my first release from the Overflow album. And, yes, um, and, I, and I love its message. Yeah.
2: Let's uh, let's play it now. Heart on my sleeve, and uh, I know you're gonna. I love this song from Mary James. Yeah.
8: Jesus, my King
2: Wow, wow. Heart on my sleeve. Yes. Mary, thank you for sharing that with us.
9: Oh, gosh. You're so welcome.
2: But the, the, the message is very clear there, and a lot of people need to know that. There's a, there's, a, there's a value to having your heart out there and vulnerable to the Lord so that He can use you. I want to talk a little bit about the inspiration behind the well, song you know in the few it minutes just, we have left?
9: It comes from that humility we were talking yes. about earlier, earlier. I mean, where do, what do, where do we have to be to, to be on our knees and to, say, to admit our daily need for Him? And um, you know, we were we were talking earlier in the last segment about the enemy and how he's working. And um I, I just that's the same thing that's on my heart right now too, in that I have to keep stay in a place every single day where I'm my hands are open. Yes. And then I'm willing to do whatever God wants and I will listen and pay attention because there's an enemy who wants to derail me and take me in another direction. Yes. Um so I just think that song is so sweet yes. and, and, and truly, you know, a heartbeat of mine to um, stay on my knees before him.
2: Yes. And I think when I listen to some of your stuff and I know the character of the late the woman whom I've known for a number of years, yeah. uh, I, I go, Thank you know, you. The, your, your character is portrayed in your song. And my listening friend, here's the deal with you and I. People are watching you and your character is right. portrayed in your lifestyle. It could, may, You may not be a singer or you may. But right. you, everything that you do uh, is a, a proclamation of who you are.
9: Well, well, yes, me. But honestly, every single yeah. every single person every, who claims single, Christ, yes, everybody's watching. And I always tell everybody, you all have a ministry of some sort and some capacity, yeah. all, different in different ways, yes. shapes and sizes. But we all have a ministry, and everybody's watching. And the enemy wants nothing more than to try to destroy that. Yes. Uh, so yeah. The more we can do to stay stay bowed before him yes. and uh, and obedient to what he's telling us, you know, that is so important.
2: Yeah, one of the things that uh, a musician has, and uh, a lot of our musician friends know this, and that is that they there's a lot of weight to be carried in the lyrics of a song. Oh. Because, sure. you know, uh, people carry that with them once they get the, the tune in the song and they can be singing it. Mm-hmm. And it can be really continually ministering to them.
9: Oh, you have to be careful what you decide you want to sing about. I remember when I was doing "Mercy Me,"s bring the rain, and I, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I want to sing that song anymore. We we live our messages in so oh many ways. Yes. yes,
2: yes. My listening friend, here's the the challenge: is this that everything that we do, uh, you know, uh, everything that we do is a a, a a proclamation of our relationship with whomever we are having a relationship. And you, you're a country country singer at heart as well. And you know, you look into the, you dip into country music and it's who done me wrong, who I'm going to do wrong and things like that. But it's a decidedly different, uh, this is a Christ.
9: This is Christ centered. Exactly. Uh, yeah, country music, and with a West Coast slant, I might add. <laughs> with the West Coast. Being a Californian, you know, I have a, always have a West Coast
2: slant. Exactly. And you've got some more music to share with us. We may I even do. bring in a special friend of yours okay. uh, during the last couple segments as well. That would be great. Somebody who has some insights as well, not only in music, but uh, uh, is a minister at heart as well. Yes, he is. And so we'll introduce that person in the next couple segments. But you're going to stay with me, yes? Yes, For I'm the here. remainder of I'm this here. hour? I'm here. Mary James is is going to continue with me, and we're going to get some further insights on Christian living and ministry that uh, she pours out in her songs. And my friend, we're going to learn, we're going to glean from the lyrics of those songs and also from Mary James and some of her guests on this show. So don't go away, we'll be right back.
1: You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. I'll
8: tell the world. world, world.
1: Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor on AM 1210
8: K-Praise. I'll tell
9: the world.
2: And I'm back with co-host Mary James. And you know what we're going to do in this segment, Mary? Yes. We're, go- we're, we're going
9: to start with the music.
2: We're going to start with the music. And this music uh, is, a, is a song that uh, you present called Overflow. Uh, why don't you talk just a moment about it, and then we'll introduce it and
9: play it. So and it's the title track from the, the latest CD, Overflow, and it was produced by Jason Horde, who's out on the road with Mac Powell on third day for the third day um, yes. farewell tour. And when we started this project, a friend said, hey, what are the songs about? And I said, I have no idea, <laughs> but I know that they will be in overflow. And uh, so we en- ended up writing the song, and it, um, it's perfect. it goes perfectly with John seven thirty eight. 38. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. And it's just a great reminder to all of us that we're not just to be filled up, yes. but we're to go into the world. And read, read the
2: scripture one more time, Mary.
9: Uh, he who believes in me, as the Scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water.
2: And here we go. A song called "Overflow," Mary James. Hope you enjoy it. We'll be back to chat in just a moment. host with me for this hour, Mary James, inspirational country music, uh, female vocalist of the year for four years, by the way. And I, I, you know, I know you can handle this because God just blessed you with this and you're not going to abuse that. Mm -hmm. But you know, one of the things that I I see about you is your transparency. I love that. But also you allow other people to impact your life as well as you Mm -hmm. impacting theirs. Mm -hmm. One individual that we want to bring on for this segment and have it carry on into the other segment as well is a friend of yours and mine for many years why don't you introduce this other person and then we'll just chat
9: everybody this is the wonderful chris Sirdock. hi everybody pastor chris worship leader and friend extraordinaire yes
2: mm-hmm. and chris it's good to have you you just kind of tagged along with her and we saw the empty microphone and we said come on chris Surdock.
11: Yes, yes <laughs> anytime mary comes <laughs> to town i like to show up and say hi she's been yes. a good friend for a long time and yeah. my
2: listening and uh, Chris Serdok has been a friend of mine for many years as well and i, I don 't call him Sirdoc, I call him Zadok because back in the days of King David, his high priest who led worship and directed worship was named zadok mm-hmm. so uh, I see chris Serdok as that he 's a person who yeah. goes around and helps other people he uh, with their music ministry and beyond and right. so I think he 's in- inspired you, and so why don 't you engage in a brief conversation in this light while we have a few minutes left because my here, here's here's where i want to get with this segment you've got people surrounding you my friend and you can be an inspiration to them but also they can be an inspiration to you scripture says let's not forsake the assembling of ourselves together yeah. so much the more we see the day approaching so the value in what we do is empowered by somebody who's beside us on one yeah. side or the other Yes.
9: Yeah. so let me let me just speak to that yes Uh, I think one of the most dangerous things that can happen if you're in itinerant ministry like them is like that I am is you become kind of you become isolated. Yes. And you need accountability. And if your church isn't if you don't have a church that's covering you, you need to have pastors and people alongside of you who are speaking into your life, praying with you, for you and holding you accountable. Yes. And Chris has been one of those people. He's just been somebody I've always been able to come to. Um, and deal with or t- discuss anything as it yes. relates to ministry itself or music or how God is moving or what we're learning or any anything like that.
2: And Chris, so- this has been your mantle for a long time. I've known you for a long time. You like to come along, other people. Talk a little bit about that.
11: Yeah, my heart is just to, um, to stand beside churches that are struggling with their worship ministries to help um, encourage and raise up the younger generation of worship leaders um i just feel like god has um put a heart in me to be friend be friends with people and to love yeah. people and encourage them and, yeah. and, and speak life into their ministry and and mm-hmm. yeah. and um when people are down to lift them up when they're discouraged to encourage them and and just just to shepherd worship leaders and musicians that's my heart
2: Yes yes yes, and and here 's the thing you know the name of this show, Mary, as you know, has coming come together, together. Yeah. san Diego, but has come to, the whole theme is coming together, yes. and a lot of times in the past in the in the church age it 's been uh, this superstar and this superstar, and all the people actually see is that superstar okay. on stage or doing what they do without realizing all the undergirding that is happen to make them uh, right. be whom they've been called to be. And right now I think we're in a time as God's transitioning us and preparing for his kingdom is we have to not only acknowledge but have intimate friendships with people to our left and to our right because Holding we are— up our arms. That's exactly right.
9: Yeah, we absolutely do because just as we were talking about a little bit ago, the enemy, I, I really feel there has been so much— so. he's been so diligent— and coming after us especially if we're frontline and we really need to to pay attention and guard our hearts and guard our ministries and guard our families uh, because i have just seen him working and he'll, he his angles yes he's got so many angles um and we can lower our defenses and let the wrong things in and yes. become tolerant to things that we should not be tolerant
2: to Ooh become tolerant to things we should not be tolerant to. I think that's, that's the big challenge. And Chris, I know you observe this and we, we all have our own challenges as well, but you as a minister, one of the things you have to keep an eye out for is making sure the people with whom you minister, uh, are, are seeing things clearly.
11: Yeah. You know, you can easily engage in, in relationships with people around town. And, and if you're not careful, you start engaging in relationships that are they're not godly, you yes, know? Like inappropriate the, the, in some way. The enemy can so quickly distract you and and cause you to lose your focus, and yeah. and so we have to be diligent, and we have to be wise, um, we have to be looking out for others too, the people that we care about. We yeah. need to watch out for them and and help them. Right yes. when the enemy is attacking, say, "Hey, watch out!" Exactly. You know, open your eyes exactly yeah. there's, there's an attack coming yes. right
9: and understanding each other's brokenness yeah. and instead of you know judging or criticizing or tearing each other down that we work and help each other uh at work through things and so that we're locking arms in the faith together yeah and yeah
2: well i hope my friends this is an inspiration to you no matter what your calling is i mean it could be uh, just when, when you go out and sh- grocery shop or when you or when you go to the exactly. beach or, or whatever your workday right. responsibility is, uh, it's not only what God is going to have to do to and through you, but the people to your left and to your right that are your support group. Yes. And, we really and need you to need that support We, we sure group. do. We you really need, need to pay close attention to that. Yeah. And Chris, you're one of those people who loves to come alongside. In fact, you get your pleasure out of seeing other people succeed. I've seen this of you. For, for, for many years.
11: Yeah, it's
9: been- He wrote several songs with me on this Overflow right. album, too. But- oh, is that
2: right? Wow, wow, wow. We're going to be right back after this commercial break, my friend. We've just uh, l- lit the match, so to speak, on what God wants to tell you about uh, growing together with other people and being empowered by it. And we're going to have Mary uh, James give another uh, musical rendition from an, a, a, an album as well. Yeah. And so uh, we're going to talk more about that. Right. I- I hope you're enthused because Holy Spirit is thrilled to have you here. We'll be right back on Come Together San Diego.
1: More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next on AM 1210 K Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor.
2: And we're back with co-host Mary James, wonderful singer, and, a friend, for a long time, good to have you with us. And so we,
9: glad to be here.
2: We've got... Uh, the time
9: Chris, is flying. I
2: know it does. It does, it does. And your, your right friend and mine, Chris we will talk a little bit more yes. in this segment. But before we do, I know you wanted to talk a little bit about a song.
9: I, I do. I, uh, you know, when we were doing Overflow, I was determined, bound to determine that it wasn't going to be country. <laughs> and I was standing at my bathroom counter the day that I was flying out to Georgia. And I, um, I l- always loved Isaiah um forty nine sixteen that says, See I have inscribed you on the palm of my hands. Yes. So I'm not gonna read the whole verse, but this idea that we're inscribed on the hands of God or on the hands of the nail scarred hands oh, of Jesus. My. Um and what a comfort that is. And um so anyway, it ended up that we recorded this song and Mac Powell from Third Day sang on it and Jamie O'Neill sang on it and it it means so much to me because you know we've been talking about the enemy and the his different little tactics. And one of the big tactics is to get us to where we really don't understand the depth of God's love for us. Yes. And that we don't walk in that and live lo- live our lives loved out and that we think when we fall short and all these other things that God doesn't love us or that people don't love us. And I am just determined to continue to remind people that he loves He's you so inscribed much. Inscribed on the palm
2: of his hand. You are inscribed wow, wow, wow. on the palm of his hand. So what's the name of this song? This
9: is called Heavenly Shores.
2: We're going to be right back with Heavenly Shores and Mary James.
8: Holy, pure, and most high God
2: Mary James, thank you for sharing that song with us. We're here in the studio with co-host Mary James and Chris Sirdock as well. So we've got just a couple minutes. Why don't you wind it up in any color commentary you want, Chris, as we wind this up. My friend, I hope this has been touching your heart. We talked a little bit about a scripture in Isaiah 49 about how Jesus inscribes you on the palm of his hand. Mm -hmm. And I got the picture during this song that during uh, when you're going uh, through hard times or when he, he, Jesus was, you know, tempted of all things. And so, right. so he, there may have been an instance where he looked down on his hands, he remembered you. Yes, exactly. He's And he's
9: preparing a place for us. Exactly. Yeah, And uh, you know, I, I love the acronym ALIVE to live in view, always live in view of eternity. Wow. And so this song is a perfect way to leave everybody, to keep our eyes set above and know that we're loved and that <laughs> he's preparing a place for
11: us. Yes. Chris,
2: well,
11: It's beautiful to know that we have a promise of eternity, right?
2: Yes, we do. Yes, yes, yes. He's got a promise for us. But, it, you know, eternity starts right now, of course. But the other piece right. of the equation is mm-hmm. there's some things that we can do between now and and Jesus is coming again. He has.
9: We overflow. Yeah, exactly. We and, fill up, yep. we overflow, and we do everything we can to guard our hearts and stay diligent in God's God's plan for our lives.
2: That's know? right. Yeah. And sometimes his plan for our lives has to do with his plans for other people's lives that exactly. were obedient servants.
9: right. Right. Yeah, absolutely, and how we're impacting those around us.
2: Yes, yes. and uh, Mary has chosen to do this in her music. Mm-hmm. Chris has chosen to do this not only in his music, but also in his mentoring with other people. Uh-huh. I have chosen to do this among other other things as well, but also right. doing the radio thing, but other right. things as well. Right. And my, my friend, you have certain callings as well that uh, God wants you to use as your tool to bring other people into that. In and it doesn't have
9: to be on a stage or stage. in a radio station. That's right. It can be in a hospital room, at home on the edge of your children's bed. It can be in a grocery yeah. store. It can be anywhere where you're imparting the love and the grace of our I think the most God.
11: important thing is just being a willing vessel that God yeah. can use. Yes. That he can empty you out. He can fill you up. You can overflow wherever he brings you. That you're a vessel that's useful in the master's hands. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah.
2: Oh, my friend, we're coming up to the close of the show. Uh, Mary James, I know you're out and traveling and things like that. You're
9: hitting the the road Monday. Yeah, but quite an
2: inspiration. Yeah, thank
9: you. You, You're welcome. You know, it's just San Diego's been so good to me. We live up in Temecula now, but I mean, my heart will always be here. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, I'm just grateful to go. And here I am, Lord, send me. And I'm just thankful that he said, okay, I'll send you. And you can
2: check Mary James out on what website?
9: Uh, Mary-James.com.
2: Very good, and Chris Sirdock. I know that there are ways that people can get in contact with you as well.
11: Yeah, I have a website also, ChrisSirdock.com.
2: S-U-R-D-O-C-K.
11: D-O-C-K. ChrisSirdock.com.
2: Okay, my friends, Uh, what a what a what a joy sharing your music, but also sharing your hearts. Thank you. And my friends, I hope that you've been inspired by what you've heard from these wonderful musicians, and. I can tell you that uh, God's got big plans for you, and I hope this has been an inspiration for you to do what God has called you to do, but also link up with other people to your left and to your right because he didn't intend you to do it alone. That's right. And so God...
9: Do not isolate. Do not isolate. isolate. (laughs) We need each other. And um, so let's lock arms and do a better job at lifting each other up.
2: There you go. That word of encouragement from Mary James. Thank you for joining us, my friends, on Come Together San Diego.
1: Thanks for joining Kaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a coworker, and then let's all Come Together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on AM 1210, KPraise.com.